0: Britain is about to witness the birth of Robot Wars.
1: They're still making final adjustments.
0: Three, two, one, activate.
2: Welcome, everyone, to Activate the Robot Wars podcast. We are reviewing the third episode of the new series. I am Benji, also the hitman, along with... Robbie Harmlessly. Let's get into it.
3: A quick point on the last episode. The competitor last time, Foxic, The guy behind it, called Craig, as Mm -hmm. I've learned, is actually a perfectly nice guy. And all the people like him. Everyone likes him. He was huge in helping that spinny robot that got destroyed in the first episode. Nuts. Uh, the only reason nuts survived to fight more fights is thanks to him. So it was a bit of an act, and apparently it was all a lot funnier at the time. And thanks to editing work, they made him look like a bit of a bumhole.
2: So basically, Foxic was a character. Yeah, it was kayfabe, wasn't it? It was
3: asshole by character. Sure. Yeah, he was. He was. He was playing it up to the cameras, and they they ate it up a little too we much, assume. maybe. Yeah. But yeah, he's a nice guy and doesn't deserve any hate. So, let's move on to this episode. Let's go straight into the competitors. We'll be doing our predictions pre-episode, as per usual. So we can have a good a good old chat about each of these robots. And we'll see what we think and make our predictions after that.
4: From Leeds, Big
2: Crusher Crier. From Wolver Hunter, Daltonkia. Flip Artifact. From Wrexham, North Wales, Beautiful. Vampire Slayer. From
4: Portsmouth, King Bee
2: And my axe.
3: King B doesn't have an axe. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah, King Buxton does not have an axe. I'm, Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. We may have. To <laughs> we have, to have start I skipped up... one by accident. You. Because I'm a little confused by your descriptions of these guys. I'm like... Aie, aie. <laughs> yeah, I have skipped. I just I just haven't got a clue how you got...
2: No, where did I get my axe from?
3: Because there's only one that has an axe. That's Glitter Bomb, that? and you, you, you already had one for yeah. Glitter Bomb. Which was Vampire Slayer. Which was based on the
2: fact that it had the exact same design as Buffy the Vampire Slayer's Vampire Slayer axe. Have you seen... Yeah. Buffing yeah. the vampire slay. So you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah. So where did the, hmm, where did the? Uh, I don't know. I managed to skip because no other one has an axe. No, where did that come from? I don't well, know. let's have a look at. Okay, let's have a look at it. Glitter bomb, King B. You just looked. No, oh, glitter bomb was fine. That does actually have a big pink axe. vampire slayer axe. Yep. So what did King B have that made me write my axe? Can be any less axe-like. No, it really, isn't. It's a flipper, <laughs> but a box as well. What the hell it's is a push that? About? Box. Well, it's one of those pushing. It's ones. just a box. So, how
3: would you describe it? That's what I was on you for. You were and buying with. And my I axe. know, right?
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know why I called it my axe. I cannot see a single thing in this sentence.
3: The Royal Remix. There you go. Okay, go. Okay. From
2: Portsmouth, King Bean Remix. The Royal Remix. From Brighton, Auto. Flip Me Timbers. From Volker, Scotland, Overdome. Push My Spinners. From Warrington, Surrey, Supernova. Super-
4: (laughs) From Gateshead, Team 2
2: (laughs) God. Do you remember last time where I was like, proper fluid on it? What was TR2? TR2 was a flipper. Looking yeah, because I put, Daddy didn't buy me a spinner. But why did I say that?
3: <coughs> or is that funny? I don't, I don't know. know. I just don't know. It's funny without context. Exactly. There's got to be something in having an axe on the rear. Yes. Yeah, There's true. got to be something there. Really, an axe on the rear,
2: and there's no joke in there. That's
3: there's, pretty there's, bad, a, there's, a, there's a joke. What in is there? the joke in there? I just don't
2: know what it is. Does my axe
0: look big in this?
3: So, I guess we'll start with Big Nipper.
0: One team of great hopes is Big Nipper. Hello, Big Nipper. How are you? You doing well? Yeah, I'm doing
3: well.
0: Fantastic. You know, this is an interesting one because you have not just one, but two weapons, am I right? Yeah, we've got interchangeable weapons, depending on who we're fighting. So which one is the most destructive one? Uh, this, this weapon that's on the robot now. It's a vertical spinning weapon. It spins at about 4,200 RPM. We've cranked it up for 10 seconds. That's as much as we dare crank it up for. It's that dangerous. What happens at 11 seconds? It could destroy itself, yeah. Are you going to win this? Of course you're going to win it. Obviously. It's stuff. the toughest robot here. <laughs> Even to itself. That's how tough it is. From Team Titanium.
3: Yeah. Just want to take note that not many of the teams have, um, the robot name as their team name this time, which is nice.
2: And unfortunate because it's my favourite thing.
3: Oh, yeah, I know you really love that. Makes creativity. everything much simpler. Yeah, but this is Team Titanium. I feel like having a team name that's different from your robot makes it feel like your team could have more than one robot. Well, that's fair. They, they're almost like a boxing club as opposed yeah. to just one
2: robot and a bunch of people behind them.
3: Yeah, This is Team Titanium with big nipper. Four tons of crushing power or
4: mm-hmm.
3: a 20 kilogram disc that goes at 4,000 RPM. Very, very, very fast. In just five seconds as well. It gets it gets up quite quickly. Though, Then again, one, two, three, four, five. That is actually quite a long time to get yeah. full spinning nipper power. Nipper is it.
2: kind of a friendly way to say it. It's a crusher.
3: It's a crusher more than anything, yeah. It should be a Big Crusher. Unless it's got its disc installed, in which case it's Big Spinner. Either way. Ah, oh,
2: spinners. God. It's yeah.
3: got um alternating weapons depending on what it does. It's a kind of U shape hmm. with the weapon in the gap of the U. So pretty pretty interesting. It's a similar design concept to what they used in series seven. They had they are a previous competitor. Very well armoured. But will have to act very quickly in order to not be victim to flippers because I feel like they'll just be flipped around a lot unless they're either able to get the crusher going or get the spinner up to full speed uh-huh. and hit something.
2: And it all depends on how much distance they're giving to the floor.
3: They're quite open to flippers. Mm. They're quite open to flippers especially from the sides. It's, it's very much a front-facing robot. There's the weapon. It's a very, very powerful weapon but it's got to actually get something. We're moving on to Dan Tom Kia
0: now. Dan Tom Kia, which is a robot with some heritage as well, isn't it? Yeah.
3: The uh, the original owner, uh, Mike, um, he named it after his three children, Daniel, Thomas, and Kira, and he stopped playing the hobby and then we took over it and they ceased to resurrect it. And,
0: and it's an interesting piece of, of work because of the robot itself is a weapon.
3: It can be a very powerful weapon, the whole thing can spin round and be very, a deadly full-body spinner if we needed to as well.
0: You've also got a flipper there as well. We're laying
3: on the high-pressure pa- flipper to flip robots over, out, in the pit and turn them over.
0: By the way, can I impress you by the way you've made it look very science That's very, <laughs> very good, with these completely fake readouts that yeah. are rolling on a loop. <laughs> right. Are you going to get through this round? Confident. We're g- confident. Can I give you a hint? Yeah. You go after the wooden rope. That's the... <laughs> Where is the smoke coming from, by the way? That's a bad it. thing hasn't happened. No, it's not yet. Fine. <laughs> good. Okay. Dan
3: Tomkia competed in Series 6 and 7, hmm. but it's now under new ownership from Team S-Tech.
2: New ownership. Does that mean that they bought it? They bought it from They the bought owners. the bot. They bought a flipper.
3: They bought a flipper. Hmm. And a very, very good flipper, actually. It holds the record for most Robots flipped out of the arena. At 10. Really? Yep. Beat, wow. um Chaos two and chaos two being a very famous robot, mm. but and that's considering Dan Kia only competed in two series, six and seven, um, maybe in the extreme series as well. I don't know for sure. Okay. I didn't watch too much of that before, but yeah. Um, according to the original creator, Mike Lambert, mm. it's female. So if we ever refer to it as he, it's not. It's a she. Dan Tomkiar is a she. Do you know where he got his name from? Where? Dan, Tom. Kia, the name of the original uh, maker's kids.
2: What, Dan, Tom, and Kia?
3: Kia, I think it was Kiara or Kira. But it was Daniel, Thomas, and Kira. Something like
4: that. Oh, okay.
3: Okay. Put them together, made Dan, Tom, Kia. Very, 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 very powerful flipper. We're talking really something special here. Mm. We could see things really go flying, Mm. especially if it's more powerful than what it used to be. Now... One of the interesting things about this robot is it does have an alternate method of attack.
2: I can tell this is important because you've gone onto a second page. So onto a second page oh, okay. of my notes.
3: Go on. Then. So it's a wedge. Yeah. The flipper is in the middle. Yeah. But either side of the flipper the wedge keeps coming out essentially creating two spikes. It can spin at 500 rpm and use those spikes as a spinning weapon with its full weight behind it.
2: So what you're trying to say is that it- Traps the bot and then spins them? No. No, oh, what are you trying to say?
3: It can either flip. Mm hmm. If that's not working, it can spin on the spot and mm-hmm. essentially the whole robot becomes a spinner weapon in and of itself.
2: Really? It spins so fast that in itself becomes a
3: weapon? 500 RPM. Yeah, that's not as fast as spinner weapons. No. But it's the whole weight of the robot mm, behind okay. that. Okay.
2: I see it that'll be interesting to see if it's possible because that requires a lot of control from the driver
3: it has caused damage from like that before Hmm. but it is mostly about flipping let's move on all right we're going to glitter bomb
1: okay i have to say this i'm very excited about i love a bit of neon hello team glitter bomb hello how are you doing are you the dad
4: good yes i am yeah
1: are you the boss Yes, I am. A good woman. Now tell me about Glitterbomb. How long has it taken to build? Quite a long time. How long and... are we talking?
4: Uh, four weeks, but mostly the last week.
1: Oh, we, oh yeah. it's been a like, bit of a crammer.
4: 72 hours straight.
1: Who chose the colour scheme? Because it's quite unique. It definitely stands out in here. I um, chose the colour scheme and I also chose the design. And what's your name? April. April. And did you choose the costumes as well? I chose the logo but I didn't choose the black. Tell us about the design. It's a pink robot that's all yeah. glittery with a belt around its waist. Right? And the axe is really spiky so it can dig into robots. Brilliant. And who drives it? My dad. Okay. Did you have a few goes at this weapon before it was it was complete?
4: Uh, We haven't tested the weapon yet. We tested the old version of the weapon, right? But since we've put the new parts in, it's not been tested. Okay. But April's controlling the weapon in the arena, so if it goes horribly wrong, it's not my fault.
3: Although he'll have my his finger on my thumb, so he's controlling my thumb.
2: (laughs) Glitter bomb. Glitter bomb, aka my personal favourite. I think it's everyone's
3: personal (laughs) favourite. Glitter bomb's awesome. Team bomb captain, looks so cool. the team captain april is uh in charge of everything mm-hmm. and everyone else is just her minions yeah. and i think that works very very well that you- is a
2: structured system that mm-hmm. could be employed anywhere and would work
3: she should just be the queen of RoboWars, wars i think that would work quite basically, well. basically
2: we've established that
3: yeah do you know what the team's called what's that wrexham wreckers it's wrexham isn't it that's how it's pronounced i don't know if uk place names it could be Wreck <laughs> em <Wreck-em. laughs> cool. wreckers. Wreck-em, cool. wreck-em, wreck-em wreckers. Wreck. But put simply, it's a wedge with an axe. And it's awesome. It's, it's that simple design. Wedge with an axe. It's more about the aesthetics of it than anything mm. else. It's it's the pink design. Of course. But let's not forget
2: how easily we wrote a four last time. Yep, exactly. Axes is a
3: back in a big way. It could work. The issue of this one, I think it was made a lot quicker. It's got less experience. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it was. The axe is a 1.2 tonne, 120 mile per hour pneumatic axe.
4: Yeah.
3: It is using some quite old materials, though. I know, um, I believe the axe is taken from an old robot that they have, I think called Edgehog. Not related to Wedgehog that we oh, wedge in the first, first series. Damn. A different one called Edgehog, which they. Damn took the um at least the axe mechanisms from their mascot do you know their mascot what's the mascot the mascot is a pink fluffy cartoon bomb with a face goes with the whole pink design everything's pink Uh, the idea behind it originally was that um either when the axe worked or maybe when they'd won the match it would actually throw a glitter bomb and glitter would go everywhere but they weren't allowed to do it so it'd yeah. be like their celebration would be you know what the boom. problem is
2: someone would have to clean that up
3: yeah glitter's not an easy thing to no, clean no it's not but I like the idea behind it it's very unique flamboyant but anyway yeah let's move on to the next one King B Remix
1: So King B Remix, quite a smart robot in every way. Yes, he is, very much. He understands Japanese, actually only Japanese, so I am a commander. You are the commander, and holding a drill, you look slightly terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing, talk to me about the weapon. Ah oh, well, Our main weapon is
3: actually to be just fast and powerful. We have got these spikes, you see. Right. We can get under them and just lift them and take them all around the arena. Are You're going
1: to dance around.
3: Absolutely. That's Muhammad our main Ali style. Exactly. Because I can't mm. wait
1: to see you waltz around that arena. Yeah. Brilliant, guys. Thank you. Yeah, Best yeah. of luck.
2: Now, this is the one with the mysterious axe that it doesn't have.
3: It doesn't have an axe. Don't know why you thought it had I an really axe. I really thought it had an axe. I don't know why. King B or King Buxton. It's been through many name revisions. But it's King Buxton. It's mm. been around for a long time. Um, series 2 it debuted. Wow. And 30% of the robot is still based on its 1998 design. Mm.
2: At what point did they decide, hey, we don't need an X?
3: Probably when they thought we're going to make a pushing robot.
2: Mm, that sounds about right.
3: <laughs> yeah, probably when they thought about that. It's got a flipper, but more importantly two spikes on the front low to the ground lots of weight it pushes things around it's mm. always been very very good at it as well um it's faced dan tom Kier on a number of occasions mm-hmm. i won't say how mm-hmm. what the results were so we don't spoil it for we when know. we review the old series in in the future but it'd be interesting that they're actually facing an old rival yeah that's yeah. pretty cool uh the team name do you know what it is what is it please tell me King Buxton team. Uh, kind of, I guess. Uh. I mean, it's, it's, it's the robot's name, basically. Yeah, I guess. The team captain mm-hmm. once built some hi-fi speakers so large they couldn't be moved. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought I'd tell you that. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Next. Orte?
1: Panic stations at Orte. Somebody's been sent to run to get a receiver. What's happened? Uh, the antenna has <laughs> fallen off our receiver here. Oh, no. It means it won't receive our signals. So it'll be just <laughs> A lump of metal. Nightmare. Will be able to fix it? How long will it take? About five minutes. Well, there's a competent response. <laughs> Not quite panic station.
3: Orte? 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 Orte. Orte. Orte or Orte? Orte. It's going to end up being Orte, isn't it? Orte. <laughs> Orte. <laughs> Orte. all right let's talk about this flipper it's the successor to bigger brother mm-hmm. which is a very very successful robot in previous series like really successful robot and a big big fan favorite i imagine orte may be as well the problem with orte is it's only 95 kilograms so it's missing was that 15 kilos off the maximum
2: well we're looking at 110 for the max so yeah,
3: yeah. so it's yeah. not a it's not super lightweight in comparison but that's 15 kilos it's giving away. It's designed um, after a stealth bomber. So it's supposed to look like that. And the aesthetics, the sort of grey aesthetics of it, the paint job and the really very rigid shape is based on the old robots that they had, Big Brother and Bigger Brother. It does look very similar in a sense. It does Mm. not it doesn't. It looks like it's related. It it kind
2: of looks like a Battlestar Galactica flyer.
3: Yeah, it, Do you know what it I mean? does. It does. It has that kind of look to it, doesn't it, it? It
2: looks like it's got eyes peering out of a horrid, rigid form.
3: Pretty cool. It's double-skinned, as mm. they say, which means it's got two layers of armour, which yeah. is pretty clever. Why not? Flipper, very, 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 very powerful, but I don't know. It's their experience, but it's lighter and slower than most of the competition.
2: Mm, 95 kilogram and 12 miles per
3: hour. So maybe the yeah. experience and the power of the Flipper will get them through. But I don't know. It's, it seems unusual for them to enter a much lighter robot, but there may be a reason for it. So we'll see. They've got the experience to trust in them that they're not going to do terribly. I guess we'll move on yeah. to Overdoser.
0: This is Overdoser, and the team from Overdoser. Can I start with what is the obvious question? It seems uniquely to be made out of wood.
2: Yeah, we went with an MDF armor because it's cheap and really easy to cut. Because we did not have a lot of time to make this robot.
0: Really? So, how this has been? You put yeah, this, this is your, this is your first attempt. Pretty as well. rushed, yeah. And when you robot. arrived in here and you looked around and you didn't see any other wooden robots, was there any part of you that this might be a bad idea?
2: Um, we kind of had a, a sort of thought that it might be quite a bad idea right from the beginning, but. It probably will stand up to a lot more punishment than people will give it credit for.
0: And also one huge change, it's not like an electric engine like most of the ones out here. It's what, what kind yeah, of Yeah, we have
2: a, a petrol engine under here to power our active weapon at the back. What's your active weapon?
0: It's just a, a spinning blade. It's like an outboard motor essentially at the back. Yeah. You've made a boat. <laughs> it probably
1: wouldn't float, but yeah. How <laughs> no, it high
0: do you rate your chances with your petrol engine, which could burn down your wooden <laughs> boat, which has an outboard engine?
1: <laughs> oh.
0: I'll take that pause. i take that pause and run with it. Overdoser, I'm loving this. Yeah. I want your cabinet to win. That's what I want.
3: Overdoser. Completely new bot, completely new team. Um, I couldn't even find a team name. I'm guessing they're just Team Overdoser.
2: I guess. Oh, we're talking about a brand new bot then?
3: Yeah, brand new. Yeah. They just built it.
2: Wow. 86 kilograms. Yeah, and do you know Let's talk what? about
3: that. Do you know why? Look at what the armor is. Wooden. Wooden.
2: This is our wooden bot.
3: This is our wooden bot. Wow. Medium density wooden fibre board. Wooden. Now, if you've ever seen Robot Wars, you know there's a flame pit. Wooden. You make something out of wood. I'm guessing it's going to be at least fire resistant, but... Do
2: do you want to know the best part? What? I'm reading this just now. It is the only robot in the competition with a petrol engine...
3: Petrol engine and wood, they didn't enter this to win. No way. They entered this to see what happens when it's on fire in a safe and controlled environment. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. They, got it. they must have. They must have. Oh, I can't wait to
2: see what happens when a wooden bot with Fielded a petrol, petrol- <laughs> engine meets a flame pit.
3: I think it's going to be really interesting i mean it it really interesting (laughs) it's
2: gonna go boom
3: (laughs) it's just gonna it surely where what were they thinking they were thinking they want something really spectacular and i think they've done it
2: i like these guys because they have moxie they're daring to enter this
3: yep yep they've essentially set themselves a massive challenge no experience a robot made out of wood filled with petrol that can't self-write, if they're flipped, they're over. That's like a given for every robot now, is you have to to get yourself back up if you're flipped. This one can't. I mean, it has a 6,000 RPM blade, but I don't think they're going to be able to use it. It'd be spectacular if they dominated. It turns out that this was just, this was it. It was the perfect design, and no one knew.
2: <laughs> well... Yeah, that would be interesting.
3: But the fact of the matter is, it's not... It's not going to happen. It's lightweight, it's made of wood, it's filled with petrol. Forget about it. I'll admit, though, they have done one thing. I want to watch them. I want to watch the episode and see what happens. I want to see what happens next when they set on fire. Yeah. All right. So I'll give that to them. That's true. Showmanship points right there. Let's talk about the next spot. Let's talk about Supernova.
1: Supernova. Is everything (laughs) going to plan?
2: Uh, no, not quite. So, oh, yesterday, no. the electronics, the brains of the robot went
3: kaput. So, we, we spent the whole of today rewiring, and it's been a nightmare, but... So, from scratch? Uh, pretty much rewired the, the whole robot. So, first time test is going to be in the arena in about five minutes.
1: You're basically flying blind in there. Basically, yeah. Okay, you don't seem too bothered.
3: I am. I just hide <laughs> it well.
2: Okay, so it's a spinner.
3: It is a spinner, a it very powerful spinner. spinner. It bent apparently, on testing. My only issue with that is... What were they testing their spinner on? Because if it bent on something that they plan on, like the sort of... If they tested it on, like say, just a junk robot that they have, and their spinner bent, maybe that might be their ultimate undoing. They might get through a couple of rounds, then end up with such a bent-up spinner that it can't spin very well. Remember last episode?
2: Yeah, we saw a spinner lose it.
3: Uh, Slowly over time, it just got... What was it? Was it um, Mr. Speed Squared? Yeah. He just, the spinner slowly got worse and worse as they couldn't repair it in time for the next battle. They
2: couldn't pick up the speed of the spinner in time, especially when it came to Facing Four, which clinched it and hugged it a lot. This spinner, just from the pictures alone, it looks more like a mouse eating a sewer access plate.
3: It does look like a serial access plate being eaten by some sort of really square looking thing, almost like a crocodile's head. Yeah, exactly. It's just eaten it. Now,
2: when it's a spinner, is it a blade or is it literally a spinner? Because that does not look like a blade. That looks dull.
3: What I do know about it Mm -hmm. is it can reach top speed very quickly. Mm. They think that they won't have an issue with it reaching top speed. Okay. So this it, it might do well in that respect. It is still una- it's another light robot yeah. at ninety four kilograms compared to the you know, the the real heavyweights. I have a feeling if when they start or if they get to the point where they're facing, say, King Buxton, mm-hmm. something that's made to push things around, they're just gonna get pushed around. They're not really gonna get through solid armour quickly enough yeah, before fair. they're pushed into the just- house robots or the pit.
2: Let me read a quote from the official website bio. Due to the sheer power of the disc, the team have never fully tested its capabilities in battle as they consider it to be too dangerous.
3: Well, I will give Supernova credit. They have competed in previous wars. They've destroyed part of the Robot Wars arena wall. Really? And have damaged Sir Killer lot with damn. their spinner. But that was a long time ago. Things have changed. Does well, the, the spinner... house robes have got bigger, yep. that's for definitely. So I'm guessing it's going to be a new spinner now. And hopefully it keeps up. Damn. But spinners are very they are very iffy. You've got to really get them right. We've seen the great spinner with Carbide. But we've seen a lot of spinners really hmm. not perform on a high level. So we'll see how it goes. Let's so see how damn. it goes. Then, last of all... Toon Raider 2.
0: Okay, let's have a talk to TR2. Now, let's get you in shot here, lads. What age are you, young man?
4: I'm 15.
0: 15 years old, so this is very much, this is your mum and dad here as well. Yep. Okay, so they've drawn you into the family trade. And it's very much more of a family trade, isn't it? Like, who's your great, great, four times removed great uncle? George Stevenson. George Stevenson, the yep. father of the railways, yep. would he be proud if he looked down now to see that this is a family isn't creating <laughs> destructive robots? Is this is this the legacy that Stevenson wanted?
3: <laughs> all, all, all a bodge. Really?
0: Okay, fine. What will this do?
3: Well, on the front end, we've got a full pressure flipper, and
0: on the back, we've got a deadly axe. axle. So hope to do some damage. A with it. deadly axe. That's a triangle of metal here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: That is actually what TR2 stands for. Tomb Raider
0: know. Two. Toon
3: Raider. look cartoon. Toon. Toon Raider. They're Team Toon. They have a lot of robots, all with like Toon based names. They're from
2: Tyneside.
3: Yes. Why do you look disgusted by that fact? That wasn't disgusted. I like Tyneside. (laughs) (laughs) Pure look of horror as you said Tyneside. (laughs) Tyneside. (laughs) Well, I'll have you know this Mm -hmm. is Defending Champion because this is the heavyweight 2015 Robot Wars Champion. Don't write them off.
2: Hey. I wasn't writing off anything.
3: They can flip a 1-ton car. There's an axe on the back of the flipper. I think that's more there for show than it is for anything else. Yeah. I don't it doesn't look like it'll do much damage really that axe. It's that axe, the way the axe works is when the flipper goes up the axe goes down on the back. So I guess it's more of a basic defense mechanism, stop people wanting to get them from the back, but I don't know if it'll really help there. But obviously they're good enough because they're the 2015 Robot Wars champion.
2: They're bragging that they've got experience. Are we saying that the experience will win them the competition?
3: Well, when they didn't have the experience, they did win the competition.
2: Good point. Good point. Not
3: only that, but um, Alex Brown, um, member of the team, I think the team captain, Mm -hmm. he's the youngest UK champ in live events in both the featherweight and heavyweight divisions. Pretty good. A pretty good team in general we'll probably see from these, from this robot even, I should say, is good control, because that tends mm. to be what wins in the end. Good control beats pretty much anything else. As long as you have a decent robot at the weight limit or near enough with a decent weapon, if you can get that control, you've got it.
2: We've said this before. four's driver, Jason,
3: was so good yep. that
2: we were doubting Axe bots until he turned up. Yeah. With his awesome control skills. Yep. So really, any bot can win, as long as the control's good. Unless it's a wooden bot. In which case, I am seriously excited to see how the hell they plan on winning.
3: Or, it's, or the robot is seriously underweight, which some of them are borderline, or just doesn't have any method of attack, or is too slow. I think that's a big one. If you're too slow, it doesn't matter how good your control is because you're not going to be able to do anything fast enough anyway.
2: You can't turn around in enough time to yeah. react to any attack. So,
3: but it's the important part. Who do you think will be the two that make it to the final oh, of this? Week? Our classic
2: final. Oh, I am going to say glitter bomb for my first pick. Damn, I like glitter bomb. And. Hmm. TN2. I like TN2.
3: Do you? Yeah. How much? Because well, their name's TR2.
2: Why were I genuinely right TN2? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so
3: Even it's... though we had a big conversation about Tomb Raider. So well, TR2 I'm... and Glitter Bomb. I went for TR2 as well. Really? And Dantom Kia. I think it's going to be a battle of the flippers. You went for the same bot as me? In one case, yeah. So I guess... Our prediction for the winner would be for of this heat would be TR two. Um, really, I'm double guessing
2: myself now. What? Do watch it and see what happens. We watch it and see what happens. All right. Yes. Go for it. Okay, so we just finished watching the third episode in the new series of Robot Wars. What do you think?
3: It's quite. it's quite fun.
2: That's quite good. fun. Done. Good night.
3: So, yeah, episode starts. We get unusual opening um montage. More than opening credits, really, isn't it? It's sort of a little montage of everything going on. But we did notice the trophy this time, which we haven't spoke yeah. about. Have, have they not brought the trophy up, or have we just not noticed yet? I'm pretty sure it's been in there every time. We just haven't really noticed it. Really? It's, it's the Robot Wars logo um, with what looks like a giant screw yeah, driver coming out or Yeah, something. it like, kind of looked like... yeah. It was cool. I liked it. Yeah, I'd int- be interested to see how um, big it actually is when compared to people. Yeah. It's like the Pointless trophy. Have you ever seen the Pointless trophy from the show Pointless? No. You know the show Pointless, right? Yes. Yeah? for the BBC show Pointless? It's a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they show their trophy and it's like, dun-dun, this is the trophy. And it turns out it's about the size of, like, a finger. Really. Is that it's the really, joke
2: or gimmick or...
3: Well, you don't see it at all compared to someone in the show. Mm. So it's, it just turns out oh. it's really small. They make it look really big on camera.
2: Oh, okay. No, no, this was, this looked genuinely quite good.
3: Yeah, I hope so. I hope yeah. it's not like just a badge or something. <laughs> and here is your trophy. Whoop. <laughs> it's just this little tiny thing as the camera pans out. Yeah, the handouts kind of over. Suck. Yeah. No, I'm sure it'd be pretty cool. I'm sure
2: it'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. I liked it. Yeah. Laptops. Backstage. That was the first thing I wanted to talk about. Is it? Yeah. I know it sounds like quite obscure, but original series, not that many
3: laptops backstage. Is that possibly because the original series was in the 90s?
2: Yeah, and we didn't have laptops. Now, teams are bringing laptops to help program their bots. Is that a technological step forward? That's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, Yeah. it's great. Why why wouldn't you bring all the technology you can get? Anything that can help you out? It's kind of neat. I liked it. Yeah, it makes it look really, it makes it look advanced. It makes it look like people doing work. It doesn't look as, um, it doesn't look like a grimy workshop like it used to. It looks quite pristine back there and like people are working on something important as opposed to.
2: Yeah, they've got those, those very powerful lights. The lighting's very bright and. Yeah. You know, everything looks quite modern-esque.
3: Yeah, it's not as dim and it doesn't look as oily either back there, yeah. like which is yeah. nice. I like that. Yeah.
2: Glitter bomb equals Bay. I like <laughs> I like glitter bomb. That was kind of cool.
3: Yeah, glitter bomb. Um, and really, do you like really cool. glitter
2: bomb, Angela? Back yeah. in glitter bomb,
3: yeah. Uh, yeah, really great team. Really fun team. It was nice, uh, nice being introduced to them. Um, and I thought it was appropriate that uh, little April controls the weapon. She seems the sort.
2: Yeah, she was ready
3: to. <laughs> she was, she in was ready to of kill X, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, fantastic. You
2: know, in uh, Game of Thrones, everyone's making a big deal about the uh, recent yeah. younger addition yeah. to the cast. Yeah, He's it's like Who's intimidating as hell. Yeah, It's that character, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
3: Right, okay. Oh, yeah, really good. Oh, definitely. <laughs> she would have made great casting for the oh, character. Oh, damn right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just just be yourself, done. Exactly.
2: Awesome so, stuff. Okay, let's go straight to the first
0: five. The first group battle will feature Dan Tomkia, Overdozer, King Bee Remix, and Glitterbomb. Okay, so overdozer.
2: Let's talk about overdozer first.
3: Okay, so we already mentioned overdozer's primary weakness, uh-huh. Being made of wood. MDF. And as they've already said, um well as they say in their little interview, it's rushed and cheap. They do have a bit of quiet confidence, though. So they they do mention that they think it will take more damage than people believe it will. They think it's tougher than people think. Yeah but at dara does <laughs> kind of correctly um point out that they have basically built a boat it's <laughs> it, it, it's made of wood and then it has that spinning blade on the end It's pointing outwards <laughs> it's
4: uh yeah
2: it's it's one of those bots that if you had told me that was a plant yeah. i would i would have given it the time of day i would have been like yeah that probably is a plant
3: because not only is it not going to win let's face it it looks like it would be something production team would put in planted for the sake of seeing crazy destruction you get yeah. what i mean yeah well,
2: absolutely yeah
3: but no plants in this series well, at least i assume so i hope so anyway Over- Overdoser they made their they made their robot very very quickly out of wood we know what happens
2: 23 seconds that's how long they last
3: What I will say about that is a lot happens in those 23 seconds. That's true. That's true. Um, King Buxton remix team reveals that their robot only speaks Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Odd Hmm. that. They have a disco ball up. I noticed that. Disco ball. Disco ball. Yeah. Sort of the, uh, the go-to for random objects, isn't it? Yeah. If you're you're going to have a ball,
2: may as well be disco. Yeah.
3: Yeah. (laughs) 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 Lastly, of course, Dan Tom Kia with their, uh, scientist gimmick going on everything's sciencey they have like monitors up showing all this sciencey I stuff i like it I it's, it's kind of it, cool it works there's a bunch it? of
2: tablets up showing random data that's not relevant <laughs>
3: yeah, irrelevant data like yeah. in a movie that just makes no
2: sense it was like a hacking movie exactly yeah yeah
3: it was great get introduced to our judges and of course the crowd are going nuts because you know sharky's there sharky's there Crowd already? Uh, The crowd, Sharky. The crowd would have been happy to go home after that, just seeing seeing Sharky. Just being in witness to Sharky. House robot for the fight will be Matilda.
2: Matilda is in this season.
3: Yeah. Matilda
2: is pretty much
3: the third character in the show. It's brilliant. Yeah, love it. Love Matilda. So getting to the actual fight. This is the... Slow dismantling of Overdozer. What we're actually seeing is the opposite of it being built right here. I don't even know what to say. It was not a
2: good choice.
3: King B Remix. Yeah. Just run into it over and over again. Yeah. Their weapons are two spikes. Yeah. That's enough. Yeah. That is more than enough for Overdozer to just splinter off Mm. and just crumble.
2: Turned the floor into a technical college workshop floor. It literally just littered the floor with bits of wood wood and Flinter. sawdust
3: yeah. it was terrible i think dara likens it to to a biscuit and it is it's like if you just took mm. a, a a biscuit and threw it at a wall and just it just went and that's it. wow <laughs> poor guys uh they knew it was going to they knew it was going to die i'm sure they did yeah they were laughing throughout we all knew Overdoser wasn't going to go through this first round then we get on to the whole dan tomkia versus Glitter Bomb fight which is essentially the other fight that happens in this four-way. Yeah, yeah. Dan Tomkey would pretty much dominate the fight in general. Yeah. Uh, Glitterbomb, they get I think two shots off with their axe before the axe simply stops working. I think they tried to right themselves with the axe at one point. They, I think they successfully do at one mm. point and from that point onwards they're done. The axe doesn't work and of course when the axe doesn't work not only can they not attack, once they're flipped, they're over, and Dan Tomkia does exactly that. Flips over Glitter Bomb. Uh, Glitter Bomb survived in the sense that it's not destroyed in the sense that Overdoser is. Mm. It's still a perfectly intact robot. It's just unfortunate that they didn't have a weapon going, and their weapon mm. was also their self writing mechanism, and without a self writing ne- mechanism, you are not going to beat Dan Kia, unfortunately. Uh, Dan Kia has some fun with Overdoser as well. Yeah, that's throwing. True pieces of it i'd, I'd say Overdoser. it's pieces that once were Overdoser just get f- shot around the arena in all kinds of glorious ways
2: i'm a bit disappointed in uh the glitter bomb outcome
3: yeah it's a shame yeah it's a shame i'm sure next year there'll be even more glitter bomb goodness oh i'm sure yeah. and we'll see something a little bit more from them maybe they'll go with a different format than this four-way system at the start which eliminates half the competition Immediately,
2: brutal. It's brutal. Maybe if they get bigger time slot, they'll be able to actually do a full, maybe a round robin tournament and really go for elimination, or maybe just start a point system and create a mini league. That'd be fine.
3: Yeah, something, 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 something a bit different. But yeah, overdose is twenty three seconds, and glitter bombs not working. Axe, unfortunately, means they are both gone. Which leads us to the next fight.
1: Battling it out will be Big Nipper, TR2, RT, and Supernova.
2: Now, Orte has been established as having, what is it, receiver issues
3: or something? Antenna problems, Yeah, how they put it. Yeah, they're already, before anything started, they're in a lot of trouble, because if they don't have receiver, then they can't control, and they're done, basically. Yeah.
2: So at the beginning of the fight, they're basically insta-dead.
3: Yeah, it's a bit unfortunate for them, we never see their full potential. The fight starts with Orte... Well, I say Orte. Supernova running to Orte. One shot. I mean, we were we were making fun of overdoses 23 seconds. Mm. Orte are gone immediately.
2: Yeah, they really are. They, they are a non-starter, basically.
3: Yep, so Supernova essentially makes sure that they're gone. Confirm that Orte is dead. Mm. And it really is a three-way after that point. There is yeah. no... There is no Alte in this battle, which is unfortunate. It would be nice to see the potential of their flipper, but mm, that's what happens. That's true. This is where things get a bit chaotic in this fight. The the remaining um, competitors are all quite fast. Yeah. And they really just go for it. Um, TR2, um, immediately fantastic control, um, very much in control of the fight and setting the pace. They don't seem to have a flipper, though. For the whole fight... They don't use their flipper once, which means without a weapon, they are still dominating. Yeah. Which is incredible. Um, the pit is activated, and Big Nipper comes so close mm. to going into the pit. They actually start tilting down into the pit.
2: Oh, it's so close.
3: Oh. And just manage to get the weight right so they land on their feet and drive just. Damn. They yeah. almost drive out of the pit. It's so close. Uh, they basically stay away from that point. Yeah. And uh TR2 just dominate until Supernova gets pitted. And Supernova was just chaotic throughout this fight. I mean, after their one big hit, I think twice they end up doing a wheelie.
2: Yeah, they really were rushing it. And this isn't the first time we've seen a fast bot, but this was a out-of-control fast bot. This was all over the map.
3: I'm pretty convinced that if the pit was open and... Big Nipper and TR2 just stood Mm. still. Eventually, Supernova would have just ended up in the pit anyway, Yeah, out of pure chaos. TR2 gave them sort of a nudge. They used their wedge to get Supernova on their side. But Supernova probably should have just tried to stop when they're on their side, and then try and get themselves righted into a better position, rather than just keeping the wheels going, because they end up just doing a wheelie straight into the pit, and so quickly as well. There's nothing they could have done. No, no. TR2 threw, through pure, brilliant control. Yeah. And Big Nipper threw more luck than anything, they should have been pitted earlier. And Big Nipper actually got damaged in that fight somehow. Uh, their weapon ended up bent. The TR2 team note their weapon does need repair. Not a surprise, as it wasn't working. Yeah. But as noted, they're very dominant, considering the fact that they were able to dominate a fight without their weapon. It's a good what, sign for a bot, really. Isn't yeah, it? exactly. If yeah, you yeah. can dominate without your weapon, and you know you've got a powerful weapon, yeah, this is going to be uh, pretty intense. Absolutely. So, what does that
2: bring us to? That brings us to King B versus Dan Tomkier.
3: Dan Tomkier versus King B, the remix edition.
4: Um, <laughs> I don't know what
3: <laughs> the thing about King B remix is. What I don't get is that it hasn't really been remixed. Mm, yeah, not too active bot either. It's, it's been pretty tame so far. It's a pretty tame bot. A third of the robot is still the same as it was 20 years ago, so it's not much of a remix, because, considering mm. every other robot is much newer, even if they were a previous competitor. Mm. Most of them are still... It's a new bot, essentially, with the same name and design, as opposed to these guys, which have gone with the same robot. And their age shows through most of this. They're not the powerhouses they once were. Oh, we get our documentaries now. Our mini-docs. Our
2: mini-docs. And the mini-doc for Dan Tomkier. So the team didn't have a robotics background. No,
3: they're actually learning from building robots, which is incredible. I guess it shows that anyone can do it. That's the best part. It does a bit, doesn't it? It is really cool. And I guess it makes sense as they they bought this robot. They bought Dan Tomkier from the previous owner. Yeah. They bought the robot and learned from it. They managed to do them a good job of it, because they're, they're pretty good in general. Yeah. The King B Remix doc, they kind of just push their power constantly. We're power. We're a power bot. Yeah, um, we're a power bot. They worry about overclocking. They do worry about overclocking. It was
2: interesting to hear that, yeah.
3: Yeah, they've had motors catch on fire, and all sorts of other problems occur from overclocking. Maybe just not, not give it that option. I, I'd say it's a that's a big design flaw.
2: Overclocking and catching fire. Pretty dodgy thing to happen, yeah.
3: And especially if it's a case of you need to overclock to compete, if you get what I mean. Yeah, so if, you've, po- if
2: you've got to push the bot farther than the bot will go, just it, to get by. You then know. it's
3: probably not a good enough
2: bot Not a anymore. brilliant choice, no.
3: So, unfortunate, the battle itself starts off as a bit of a push battle, They're sort of ran- running into each other for a little while, but once... Dan Tomkia can get under King um King B pushes him into the wall. One big flip. King B is stuck upside down on yep. their spikes, so they're not even on their wheels, so they can't get themselves off of the wall. We're seeing this tactic a lot from flippers actually lately. They know people can flip themselves back over, so they're flipping them. They're looking for a into the full wall.
2: blown elimination as well. They're always yeah. taking them to that bit, a sort of near the pit button where the, there's a dip in the wall where yep. they know that they can get them over and out to the outside, where yep. they're eliminated permanently. Flip them out of the
3: arena, or if not, get them on the side of the wall so they can't move properly. Exactly. It's it's pretty clever. It, it works quite well. And with the power of these flippers as well, Yeah. I mean, the damage caused just by the robot being launched into the air and then landing is is pretty big. Easy win by Dan Tom Tomkia. After they've won, Matilda comes over and just flips her flips King B out of the arena because why not get out just a get out moment plus three points to Tom Kia as expected um King B was already showing that the pushing power is kind of lacking now yeah so now Tom Kia are yeah they're, they're, they're a better robot
2: let's talk about how Matilda and Dead Metal are getting a pretty good looking so far
3: Oh God, yeah. Matilda gets a lot of action in this episode. They in know te- she's
2: a crowd pleaser. They know that she's the house robot that's most maybe recognisable.
3: Yeah, with the exception of perhaps I kill a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's all about it's all about Matilda. Did we see Shunt at all this
2: episode? I don't remember Shunt. I only remember Dead Metal in terms of what I class as like the support house bots. I think Shunt may have. Took a back seat for this one.
3: Yeah, I wonder if Shunt was like damaged or something. Or maybe, know, yeah, maybe, maybe Shunt yeah. wasn't uh, wasn't running for this yeah. particular episode in that fight. King B did exactly what they were talking about in their doc. They overclocked and snapped a chain. God damn it! So well done, King B, chain and that's zappers. really unfortunate because they barely did anything. Yeah, that's so true. very unfortunate to be so quickly damaged. Yeah. Well,
2: that takes us to Big Nipper versus TR2.
3: Yeah, Big Nipper are changing their weapon up. They're not using the spinner for this one. They're going to use the Crusher, which is the most inappropriately named weapon. We were talking about it should be Big Crusher or Big Spinner. No, Big Nipper is perfectly right. That Crusher wasn't going to crush
2: anything. Nipper.
3: Like, it was flat. It was really tiny. It didn't look like it could crush TR2.
2: But let's bear in mind that it can take a sledgehammer. Because, as we see in the doc...
3: Yes. Oh, yeah, as per t- per tradition of Robot Wars, yep. a hammer has to hit a perfectly fine, healthy robot just to prove it's good. Here's is- a healthy bot. Robert. I don't understand the point of that. I get it's they're great. trying to say, oh, look how strong it is. But surely there's <laughs> a lot of risk in Does taking a hammer. Help. Can you imagine if they did that and it just, like... The
2: shockwaves in the internals of it broke it. You just saw the chains just snap out of it. (laughs) And that's the dock. (laughs) And that's it. Done. Boom. Out of the comp. What about the fight? What do you reckon to the fight?
3: Um, Big Nipper's claws are useless. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, Very, very bad decision. They note that um, later on that the problem is that they aren't able to get a lift on them. For some reason, they're not raising. I still don't think they'd have been very good um, against at least these robots we're seeing. No, especially if you're floating near Dead Metal as well. Yes. That's
2: which crazy. is exactly what they did. They floated near Dead Metal. Not a good idea.
3: Well, TR2 is just flipping Nipper around with absolute ease. They're bouncing yeah. all over the place. It's like a bouncy ball. It just They're just going anywhere and everywhere. They're yeah. completely in control, and they just they yeah. just keep um, Big Nipper in Dead Metal's clutches. And Dead Metal gets quite a lot of uh, damage in. I don't know whether it's really... Big time damage, but it's a lot of superficial damage, at least, proper. Mm. Really getting in with that saw. And at the, the end of it, well, I say the end of it, just straight afterwards, Big Nipper just drives itself to the pit edge, and TR2's like, alright, and pushes it in. That's it. Almost it was a very, very civilized ending, almost. Yeah, it's like, we yeah. know we're worse, so we will just go to the pit. Thank you. Goodbye. Big win for TR2, plus three points. Yeah. TR2 looking pretty good at this point tr2 yeah. looking pretty good all the time yeah yeah so our next battle a big battle i think yeah dan tom kia versus tr2 this is the battle of the favorites before that we get a little
2: uh interview with dr lucy roberts oh yes we do she talks about robot dinosaurs and how awesome they are
3: yeah so animatronic dinosaurs yeah. and how they're teaching kids to Sort of use simple programming to...
2: With robot dinosaurs. With
3: robot dinosaurs.
2: Yeah. Man. Robot dinosaurs. That's so cool.
3: Oh, that'd be a great sitcom.
2: Robot dinosaurs. Awkward sitcom comedy where they live across each other in a apartment. No, that's friends. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Um,
3: Dan Tomkeer versus TR2. I, I don't even know what to say. TR2 is... The control of that machine is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Um it makes it look like Dan Tom Kier isn't even a competitor we're, considering Dan Tom Kier were doing so well up until this point but TR2 just sort of threw him around like a bag of nothing Yeah. Um yeah. they know what they're doing or should I say he knows what he's doing the driver is he's so so good mm-hmm. goes straight for the sides pushes him around once he's in once he knows they're in a position where he can flip them somewhere dangerous either yeah. into a house robot or out of the arena or onto the wall mm. does so Dan Tomkia spend most of their time being flipped and then just trying to flip themselves back over. But by the time they do, TR2 just flips them back again and it happens over and over again. They essentially juggle well, around
2: with them. In the words of Dara, flaring yourself like a baboon. I mean, yet to find out what that means, but I feel like it's a it's a dig at Dan oh, Tomkia.
3: That's what he meant with the... um. In regards to the Bum
2: Axe. <laughs> bum axe was trending.
3: Yep. I'm pretty sure. I think Angela made it trend. <laughs> well that's the thing, they one big flip from TR two um slams Dan Tom Kia into a wall. Damn Tom Kia lose their gas, therefore lose their flipper. No flipper means they can't get back up. So TR two attempt to use their their bum flip their bum axe even. Bum axe. Their bum axe. Bum axe. Sort of nip away at. Nip at the bum axe. To nip, nip away at Damn Tom Kia, but it doesn't really do anything. They're just doing it to experiment, really, because they've never been able to use their axe before.
2: Experimenting with the bum axe.
3: Yeah, bum axe experimentation. Yeah. Hashtag that. No, don't. Yeah, be. no. <laughs> but anyway.
2: Yeah. Axe. So, axe, bum.
3: And yeah, that, that match wrapped itself up quite.
4: Yeah. Another
3: dominating win for TR2. Yeah. yeah. TR2 so far. No match said to go to the judges, because they're that good. That brings us
2: to Big Nipper versus King B Remix.
3: So back to the spinner for Big Nipper. They realise that their Nipper is is just not going to do anything. Especially against King B, actually, because King B doesn't really have anything they can crush properly. I guess they get hold of the wheels, but...
2: They could try. Instead they go for the 4000 RPM spinner.
3: Yep, and it's a Big deal as well. as actually a very, very strong spinner. Pretty
2: solid, yeah. yeah.
3: Immediately for this fight, King B goes straight for the pit release, which is pretty clever because they're a pusher. They want to push him into the pit, so yeah. that's the first yeah. thing they do. Straight for the pit release, you know what their tactic is. Yeah. That may have been their flaw actually. If you go for the pit release straight away, the opponent's going to be like, well, well, I know what they're doing. <laughs> I know exactly what their tactic's yeah. going to be. Big Nipper does a bit of bad control. They get caught by one of the big spikes on the arena and those spikes are huge
4: yeah
2: they are they are so different from what you'd expect it's basically a nunamic shot going up
3: yeah just boom yeah it's it's very it's impressive it's cool it's really just a big wait for big nippers spinner to get going yeah and once it does they corner king b remix and just sort of tear it apart it's like um it's almost like a, when a praying mantis gets hold of its prey, brings it in, and then just starts eating it. That's yeah. it. It's, it's just That's it's basically just what happens. Slowly grinding into King B um, until it's just immobile. It just kills it slowly exactly. by tearing it apart. King B Link problems. Yeah, the Link came out, yeah. which is unfortunate, meaning they weren't able to do anything. immobilized. Basically. Immobilized. Yeah. Big Nipper gets a big win, which they needed. King B not doing it too well. Nope. That takes us to King B remix versus Tr Two.
2: Man, it's lucky they have those couple of hours to fix
3: themselves. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> you may as well have just entered a brick if yeah. against Tr Two. We um, backstage, we see some tactical thinking by Tr Two. What they
2: do? What they do?
3: They're sitting there. They're talking. They're like, "Well, oh yeah, King B could be a powerful pusher. Could so, they? You know, let's uh, let's not go for the pit release straight away. Yeah, and that, not... that way." King B will will know, yeah, what their power is beforehand. Boom! They didn't need to think tactics. They didn't need to think tactics against King B. Nah, TR two just
2: going with the flips.
3: <laughs> yeah, basically, King King B remix team are losing faith already, and they cut. They barely seem to move. They just sort of. It's almost like they go at walking pace compared to everyone else. But they
2: accidentally stumble into Killer Lot's territory.
3: Yep, yep. Um, TR two just flip them into a Lot. I think TR two. With the driver being so smart, Mm. he knows that Sir Killalot is a very, very strong machine. Flip him into Sir Killalot, push him into Sir Killalot, Sir Killalot will do half the work for you. Exactly. It keeps your robot out of trouble at the same time. Um, This is the first time we've really seen Sir Killalot get into it. Oh, it's nice to see though, isn't it? It's really great. He really gets a good claw grip on King B, lifts him up, puts him over the um, flame pit as per tradition to sort of roast him like a marshmallow um drops him and drops him hard as well it's a pretty big fall and from that point onwards king b is slowly just pushed into the pit by tr2 they didn't really stand a chance against tr2 dominant let's like give a little shout out to alex from tr2's team great driver i've never i think made one of the best drivers i've ever seen yeah easily yeah smart driving like every push or every flip means something
2: it's cool He is planning this out. He's driving so well. It really
3: is really good. And at this rate, I'd favor him to keep his championship, essentially, and be the 2016 Robot Wars champion, because if he can keep that driving going, I mean, that driving on any robot would make it a top contender. On a robot that's got such a strong flipper as well.
2: Exactly.
3: Very good. King B is just getting old. It can't really do anything anymore. Maybe they need to redesign this machine from the ground up, as opposed to keeping Mm. 30% of it as it was in nineteen ninety eight. I think thirty percent is as it was in nineteen ninety eight. The rest of that seventy percent is probably like it was in two thousand and two, two thousand and four. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it seems like over half of this machine is obsolete. Yeah. Um unfortunate. Experience can't get you through if you just don't have the machine no, to do God, no. anything with. You could give the most experienced team a Remote control car, they're not going to win because it's just a remote control car. You need to build. No judges' decisions so far. No, no. Mostly
2: thanks to TR2. <laughs> exactly. But let's go to
3: Big Nipper versus Dan Tomkia. Are you finding Dan Tomkia really awkward to say?
2: Yeah, this is like Mr Speed Squared all
3: over again. Dan Tomkia, Dan Tom it never sounds natural. Dan Tomkia. That's because it's just
2: a combination of names. It's not a real word. Yeah. Big Nipper, I could say till the cows come home. Dan Tomkia. <laughs> not so much. <laughs> yeah, we like
3: us naming our what Ben Rob. It would just be exactly a bit... it'd be awkward. It would wind people up. Ben Rob. A what? Ben Rob, yeah, you know. Ben mm. Rob? Mm, no. <laughs> no uh, thank you.
2: Okay, in this match... Sir Killalot raises fresh hell.
3: Yeah, Sir Killalot's really gone for it this episode. He's, this
2: is more Sir Killalot's match.
3: He's got a bit stir-crazy, to be honest. Yeah. Um, It's basically a flipping and pushing display by Dan Tomke on Big Nipper. Yeah. Big Nipper really get never gets his, what we saw was a very powerful spinner yeah. in play. Dan Tomke is much, much, much stronger, so just pushes Big Nipper into Sir Killalot, which is becoming a, Already a very popular tactic.
4: Mm -hmm.
3: With Sir Killalot being so big this time round, it's easy. So Sir Killalot does his usual, tried and tested, pick up Big Nipper, put him over the flames to roast him for a while, and then slams him on them. Uh, Dan Tomkia, good control as well. They're constantly avoiding the front of Big Nipper, so they can't get their nipping ahead. But what happens to Sir Killalot? He gets stuck on the wall. Oh my god, I remember that now. caught in the wall.
2: Oh, awkward. Much?
3: It it is a bit awkward. It makes you think maybe when they designed the arena, maybe not put whatever that part, that sort of railing on the wall, don't put it at the exact same height as Sir Killalot's Lance.
2: Or it gives them a fighting chance. Because in all (laughs) fairness, one of the bots needed that right now.
3: Yeah, that is the only chance um, Nipper had, to be honest. Big Nipper was gonna be killed even more by sir yeah. Killer. he was right in the grasp got very lucky but to be honest it doesn't really matter because dan tom just goes ahead with even more big flips flip after flip after flip dan in control big nipper got more lucky throughout the match they did get a few hits off but i think dan in control dan tom got most damage on Big Nipper made the most mistakes, kept going into Sir Killalot, becomes a judge's decision but it's not really that tense because we know it's Dantom Kia. Dan Tom, Kia win. One thing I did notice in this mm. match was the camera cuts were quite headachy. It was cutting literally every two seconds to a new camera angle.
2: Yeah, it kind of was a bit choppy.
3: Like, it was yeah. above and then from the wall and then from a house robot and then from above again and then from a, like a moving aerial view and then Oh, it was it was really crazy. I, I felt like I didn't see some of it. Oh well, Dantonio in control. Dantonio win or judge's decision? First judge's decision of the night, but still fairly dominating win to be honest.
2: But we didn't get to hear the judges talk about it.
3: Not much. We get a few sort of post match analyses, analyses, analyses.
2: Analysis?
3: Analysis? Analysi? I don't it's, know. It's probably not analysis. I wouldn't listen to me. <laughs> A few post-match analyses from um, the judges, <laughs> but nothing really special. We don't get um, any Noel Sharkey declaring that you, any matches are the worst ever. Not this time round. I suppose we should be proud that we should be happy about that. We shouldn't. Yeah, but I like the I like
2: Sharky's snide comments that he gave the other night. I know it's not his thing or his person, but. I just enjoyed somebody calling some robots and being a bit cowardly.
3: Yeah. It's nice. It's nice to well yeah. actually go for that. Yeah. So our next battle well I say our next battle, the final battle. Main event of the evening. The main event of the evening. Dan Tom Kia and T R two. Exactly as I predicted. It just says, for
2: starters Let's talk about which house robots they chose. It's dead metal and Matilda, isn't it? <laughs>
3: Well, who else would you choose? Well, exactly. what's well, a killer lot got good showing in this. Ma- well, that's bad. To be honest, the only person, the only person, my God, the man, only... you are really. What was it last time? Personifying, personifying, I personalizing.
2: personalizing these bots. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Um
3: The only house robot that's not getting a good showing this episode is Shunt. He just doesn't seem to be there. Shunt is really having. Maybe a day he's off. late. I mean, he's having. He's probably
2: stuck in London traffic or something. <laughs> it's shot in Scotland. He's got Scottish traffic, ma'am. He's or he's travelling from London and it's just really <laughs> awkward. He's on, the, he's on like the train, <laughs> he's
3: just sitting, sitting there nervously shunt. holding
2: a ticket and waiting.
3: Oh, attached to the, the ticket to like the axe so it goes in.
2: <laughs> Would you take a ticket off him?
3: Um, I'd just let him through, to be honest. <laughs> I'd ride him around. I'd probably get a family on Shunt now, he's quite big. Um, Shunt's basically a transportation device at this point, isn't he? <laughs>
2: right. You see, now you're doing it. Now I'm perso- personalizing.
3: <laughs> you're personifying. I'm
2: personalizing a fight. Personalizing that would do. See
3: <laughs> so yeah, our final bout of the evening. The two guys with the most points, but it's almost like we didn't really need to keep track of the points in the end because it was kind of obvious that it was going to be Dan Tom Kier and TR Two. Big Nipper got a bit of a, a bit of offense in and a, did okay, but
2: did the best they could.
3: Dan Tom Kier, TR Two, Battle of the Flippers. It's what I saw coming. I think it's what a lot of people saw coming. You, yeah. you predicted TR two as well, didn't you? Who did you I, predict? I did.
2: I think I called them the wrong name, but I did predict TR two.
3: Yes, you called them TN two. Who else did you predict? Nobody. Oh, yeah, glitter bomb. Yeah, I predicted They didn't get destroyed. They may have gone out early, but it, and they'll be back next year, and it was going to be awesome. Yeah, that's what you, you were yeah. thinking of next year's big I'll, grand I'll final think next year, man. Yeah, of course you were. Yeah. TR2 immediately on the offence. They've already had a feel for Kia, so they know they don't need to test the water at all. They know what Kia are capable of, and they just absolutely go for it. They get the pit down so fast. They spend a lot of the battle in Matilda's corner. Uh, Kia takes a couple of big hits from Matilda's spinner. Yeah, yeah. that pink... Ass spinner that pink ass spinner yeah um tr2 almost gets hit a lot of the time it's almost like tr2's design by pure luck helped it not get yeah. hit by but the spinner tr2 went for aggression pure aggression yeah. and i think they they just knew they had the it scored edge. them the win it
2: scored them the win. it was awesome
3: yep yeah. um yeah dan tom kear kept just kept getting stuck on the wall beating up by matilda for a while um, Danton Kia start losing gas. You see a big amount of gas just flood out of them in one big swoop. Like they farted or something. It just went... Yeah. To their credit, they try spinning on the spot, which was their one big other weapon, was themselves spinning. It did absolutely nothing because the floor flipper goes, Danton Kia launches into the air, lands on its back. Again, no weapon means they can't flip themselves back over. TR-2... Another easy win. And TR2, a decisive dominant victory in every one of their matches. Not a single judge's decision for TR2. I don't even know if they even sustained any damage from any of the other no, robots. I don't really, think
2: they do. That was pretty clear cut. They were going to win.
3: Yep, I mean, their um. only weakness is maybe they were a bit too aggressive in that final battle because they did get floor flipped at one point, yeah, but they yeah. were they immediately back on their feet and on, on the aggression again, yeah, so yeah. it didn't even matter. No, but that, it says a lot in that the most damage we saw TR2 take yeah. was from the arena, yeah. not from any of the other robots, and no. it was more their fault than it was any of the other robots' fault. Exactly. So I don't think there's been any more of a deserving finalist, to be honest. TR2 is what it's all about. Nailed it.
4: Yeah,
2: they, they got it clear. It was a clear-cut victory.
3: It was a yeah. It was an easy yeah. victory for them.
2: Okay, so we've got our victor. What did you think of the show?
3: I don't know. What did you think?
2: They found their format.
3: It's what I've expected now. Yeah. Um, the only thing is, whilst the league is a good idea, sometimes I kind of disengage from the whole points thing a little bit. Yeah. I think
2: I, I kind of look for a round robin elimination tournament kind of aspect. So when I see someone lose, I'm like, tough luck, buddy. Then you see him again. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I know the bots should get a second chance, but it feels like elimination, as cold as it sounds, is a bit more gripping television.
3: Yeah, maybe, because every final battle, like the big final battle they have, mm. is a match you've already seen. It's a rematch, yeah. which sometimes is pretty cool, but in this case, for example, it was just TR2 dominating twice. Exactly.
2: They needed to um, build it up more, So articulate the ways in which it could go the other way. You know,
3: it's... Maybe they should put a little more effort into, like, a um pre-final match promo. Make
2: a point of it being the main event of the evening. Yeah. like Have Dara come out and announce it as the main event of the evening.
3: That'd be really cool, actually. It's yeah. a little thing. But, yeah, really focus on...
2: Exactly. Like UFC, match. where Bruce Buffer comes out and goes, It's term! Have Dara come out and do that. Exactly that way. Exactly that way. Exactly Clyde as Bruce, Bruce Buffer. Buffer. Yeah, <laughs> Vegas millions. money, mate. Yeah, yeah, Vegas exactly. money. But <laughs> yeah, paid in chips. Yeah, But just like be like, this is the final match, and have the audience captivated. You know,
3: it may have Grab done em. that. It may just not have shown on the television. Yeah, I'm sure live it would have be, been. But you know,
2: you got to get those television views in. You know, you got to have people sitting on the edge of their sofa yeah. shouting for their chosen bot in this gladiator arena of robot death.
3: Yeah, it's like I like the league idea because I like the idea that it, it's the robot that performs best overall. There's no, you don't necessarily go through on pure luck unless you're one of the people who lose in the first in the opening battles. Which yeah. is, that's I think that's the big thing. It needs what, to be one of the other. Are going out? Yeah, c- commit to the
2: league. Actually, come to think of it, commit to the league entirely. Maybe make a huge league across the episodes. Maybe that could work. That'd be cool.
3: Yeah, have every single bot or something, face maybe? every single bot. God, that would that might take a long time Like, yeah. like a long, you'd yeah. need to so super like two hundred episodes or something.
2: So, how many entries do we have per episode? Eight and cross six, five episodes. Across five yeah, cross five episodes. Sorry, so eight that's across 40. five. That's forty bots. Yeah. Every combination. Yeah, every combination. I see what your problem is, yeah.
3: Yeah, It's probably going to take too long. But I do think, yeah, committing to the league idea, at least on an episode basis, might work a little better. Maybe less, maybe more episodes with less bots per episode to have a a league going. Gives like the lower bots a chance to at least shine a bit. Yeah, because this is the problem is you've got four way matches to start with that are pure elimination, Mm. which are seeing bots like Glitterbomb, essentially go yeah. out on bad luck. Exactly. And then, when they elite. could have
2: been awesome. They could have been the best part of the night. I'm still backing Glitterbomb. Hell yeah. But you can tell.
3: But then you've got a league going on, which the whole point of it is, yeah, robots can lose, but that doesn't mean they should be out on one loss. You can... Like Glitterbomb. Like Glitterbomb. Because they should <laughs> totally have gone <laughs> through, man. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, maybe commit to one or the other, I'd, I'd say. But overall, it was still really... I don't know what we're complaining about. It's still really fun. It's
2: still totally awesome. And it was another really good episode.
3: Really fun episode. Yeah. Just, it,
2: lacking the charisma of four, none of the robots captured that level of charisma as four. You know? I
3: feel like Glitterbomb would have, but they...
2: Glitterbomb totally would have because it was told badass. But... And this is our criticism. Should have been the whole league. No elimination. Glitterbomb would have had its chance, shine, But it was... Solid. The formula works. It's fine.
3: Yep. I'm liking it. I'm yeah. liking it. It's has been good fun. Really good fun. Really enjoyed it. How many... Um...
2: How many glitter bombs did you give that out of five? How
3: many glitter bombs? Glitter bombs.
2: I'm gonna give it a three out of five.
3: I was gonna go with three and a half. Yeah. I feel like... Not that it was lacking, but last episode felt bigger.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So I guess I'll go with that.
2: It's it's the luck of what bots are drawn. To be honest, they needed a four. They didn't really have one. Tr two didn't really capture that level of charisma.
3: If I were to match Tr two to something, I'd match it to Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah, it's the technically great, gifted yeah. robot, and it needs to be facing the. I suppose Dan They did have their big thing going on their sciency gimmick. And on. they kept
2: doing the Brucey, Bruce Forsyth. Yep. Was, yeah, exactly. So that guess, was kind of cool, I like that, yeah.
3: So I guess, yeah, they did have that that thing going on. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess I can't yeah, complain in that cool. respect. It was, I don't know what conclusion we came to there. That was a good episode. It was a great episode, of course, we loved and it. And there still. will be more to come. There will be more to come. Hell yeah. See you all next week, or, well, listen to us next week, we don't see anyone here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at Podcast Activate
2: on Twitter. If you send us a question or a comment via a uh, message or just at us, we will respond on this program. Or you could email us
3: activatepodcast at gmail.com. Simple as that. So um yeah.
2: Yeah, next episode. It's gonna be awesome. Can't wait. One week to go.
3: Ah Man.
2: (laughs) I don't know. I was trying to like build up some hype, but I kinda like hurt my neck a bit.
3: (laughs) It feels like you're you're running on like your final sugar results, right? I am (laughs) so
2: tired. I have had like an caffeine energy drink like
4: six hours ago. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I know, I know.